I'm Casey Lanko. And I'm Tim Johansson. And welcome to Psychology at Work. The quality of our lives depends not on whether or not we have conflicts, but on how we respond to them. Very nice. Conflicts. Conflict. Who do you suppose this came from? No idea. Yeah, I hadn't either. Thomas Crum? Thomas Crum. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not real familiar with him, in full disclosure. Sort of a management guru, inspirational. But he does a lot of work around conflict, so that um, is an appropriate thing. But anyway, his words here, the quality of our lives depend not on whether or not we have conflicts, but on how we respond to them. So, classic question. What comes up for you? Two things. Uh huh. <laughs> I love it first. I think it's such a paradigm shift. Yeah. The first part, which is it's not whether we have them, conflicts, that is. Mm-hmm. So often I think we can have this notion of like happiness or well being or thriving as the absence of trouble. Yeah. And it becomes fleeting then to ever attain that. Do you know that's one of my favorite words? Attain. Fleeting. Well, it leaves you. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I just like it. (laughs) I don't necessarily like the idea of it, but it's just a word I like. Anyway, sorry. You can't catch it, right? Like, you can't catch happiness then if that is what your idea of it is. Yeah. I feel like we talked about that a little bit in a different podcast. Yeah. But I think Crumb is on to that here. So it's not whether or not we have conflict, right, that determines the quality of our life. Yeah. But it's how we respond to conflict. Well, and thank goodness because it's we can't avoid it. Right. It, so there's another way <laughs> to get to quality a high quality life. There's another way to get to well-being. There's really that way. Well, and conflict is one of these interesting things. Um, we don't need to explain conflict. Everyone's familiar with conflict and has had conflict and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think there are some misnotions about it. Well, yeah, and that that one is, I think, that it is inherently bad. Yes. And, it's not. And therefore avoid it at all costs. Right. And if conflict is present, that means there's this horrible problem. And oh my gosh. Uh, just It's just a negative thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's, wouldn't you agree, that's kind of a, a socialized understanding right. of conflict. Yeah. Conflict, bad. bad. <laughs> right. But what's interesting, and I bet a lot of our listeners are aware of this there's there's a lot of people we'll just say who including us would say conflict exists Mm -hmm. and it's really an opportunity yeah to learn to grow make something better deepen a relationship Mm -hmm. whatever Mm. it is uh and to crumbs piece here it's not so much whether or not we have conflict, but it's how we. And I love the word that he 
hopefully intentionally used, respond. 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 That yep. implies I'm not reacting, but I'm responding with right. intention. So conflict is, would we say, inescapable? So much so as our humanity is. <laughs> think so well you i mean of course it's it's impossible to go through life maybe even a day without some kind of conflict yeah and you you you, if it's a if it's a slight disagreement yeah if it's you're looking at something a little bit different and you have a different idea than someone Mm -hmm. there's conflictual stuff Mm -hmm. and if we're telling people what to do yeah when they're in a conflict the first thing to do is do a scan, a mental scan of your own reaction. Mm-hmm. Am I in the mindset or the mental space where I'm going conflict equals bad? Right. I want to check for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't want to do anything when I'm in that spot. What I want to be able to do is get to the place where I can, and you said it, but conflict equals opportunity yeah and it it takes a while can Mm -hmm. to 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 get to that spot well and i think to reiterate a piece of the reasoning in that and maybe even to explain it further is maybe i'll even ask a question how do we know we're in conflict oh yeah well, you know the answer to that. <laughs> it not it depends. Okay, good. I was going to say no, not it no. depends. The the second favorite thing you say, which is you actually know it first in your body. In your body. In your and I think that you feel it. it it speaks to this um the impact of how we're socialized around conflict because we feel it in our body, we just kind of know you something's going on. Mm-hmm. And because it's socialized to be such a bad thing, yeah. our typical reaction then is to get out of it as quickly as possible. Yeah. How do I get my body back to what we might call homeostasis or right. not right. in this feeling? Right. And I think that where you're going with this, this is a really important part to get. To because it applies to the all the rest of what I think we're going to talk about. Yeah, and on the body level, mm-hmm. what 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 our brain is is trying to do is it's asking a question: How do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? Yeah, how do I get out of this? Mm-hmm. And almost in the lizard brain part. Yeah, right? you're not necessarily thinking about it consciously right at some point but right in that immediate right oh boy it's saying how do i get out of this and it's been asking that question and then telling itself the story of how i did get out of it mm-hmm. whatever we want to call that that's been running our whole life for us right and it's been re selectively reinforcing contexts with which it it creates the answer for us. Yes. And so every one of us has some, I don't want to say hardwired in, because we can change it, 
But it's starting the, those pathways. Yeah, it's pathways. Conflict pathways get laid down. Yeah, and we have different ones. Mm-hmm. Right. As in, I mean, as individuals. Yes, we all have our own pathways yep. that become formed. Yep. Through those experiences. Yeah. Which really, to simplify it, body feels in conflict. Mm-hmm. Body then goes, get me out of conflict. Yep. So we try something. Yep. And we're going to get into the ways that we try. The thing that worked <laughs> is the thing I'm going to do the next time. And if it worked the next time. Yep. In the, the next time, in the next pathways time. are yep. getting laid down. So it becomes automatic. Mm-hmm. Body feels conflict. Automatic mm-hmm. pathway. Do this to get out of conflict. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back to homeostasis. And sometimes that trying is actually more experimental than it is action-based. Yeah. So meaning I'm trying to get, uh, I'm going to try not doing anything. Right. And maybe if I put my head in the sand and then come up for air in a day, maybe the conflict's gone. Well, and I think that's the, try to make this distinction as clear as we can. What's happening and this is, you know, happening in early days and years of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually aren't necessarily resolving the actual conflict. Right. We're yes. just getting rid of the feeling in the body that we're in conflict. Yes. That's a really important Huge distinction. distinction. <laughs> How we react to the feeling of being in conflict might have right. nothing to do with resolving the conflict. Right. That's a, that's kind of the next thing to really hold on to mm-hmm. is that how we approach conflict, how we handle it, it's a story that's being written in our lives. And the the it's not that the conflict itself necessarily was resolved. Yeah, and I think the, the distinction is gone. Yeah, and the distinction there I think is reacting versus right. responding. Yeah, oh, yeah. When we're reacting to mm. being in conflict, which is a feeling. Yep. I want that feeling to go away. We want the feeling to go away. Sometimes the pathway that's been laid down in my sort of automatic mm-hmm. reaction sometimes that might help resolve it yeah i promise this will make more sense as we continue to go down this path but often it won't it'll just often get rid of the feeling and if That's the man yeah and so you just to spoil it you have about a 20 percent chance that your reaction yeah is gonna be helpful. might work to resolve <laughs> get might work yeah. And so what you're talking about is really well-established sort of constructs, uh, ideas about as humans, mm-hmm. there's kind of these buckets of ways to work through conflict. Mm-hmm. And it's it's thinking about kind of um, two different axes. Did I say that right? No. Axes? Yeah. Axes. I think I prefer axes. Um, no. Is it polytomous or polytumous? Well, now you're talking about item response theory. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we're confusing everybody. Um, but anyway, 
kind of two kind of ways of that you bring energy into a conflict, right? Mm-hmm. So one would be how much energy you put into the other person or the other people, In- meaning trying to understand where they're coming from and meet their needs and their agenda and and let's focus all on you kind of asking the question what does that person want or need yeah to ha- to get yep in order to satisfy the conflict right that would be one distinct type of energy other yep i put my energy into Figuring out what the other party mm-hmm. needs for them to feel that the conflict has been satisfied. Yep. And I can put all of my energy into that. Yep. Some of my energy, none of my energy. Yeah. It's probably a good way to think about it, kind of three spots, uh, if you think about it that as a continuum. Yeah. The, f- the far side would be all my energy into that. The opposite side would be no energy mm-hmm. into the other person. And then in the middle, kind of a little bit of energy mm-hmm. into the other person. Or almost like I'm putting as much energy as I can into that. That would be the maximum. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So the other kind of energy would yep. be, and we'll put a, a picture. Well, we'll try to put a picture of this in the show notes because mm-hmm. so, there's a nice visual the other if energy, you're listening at home, mm-hmm. draw the other energy on the horizontal line. In the farther to the left, that's zero. Yeah. The farther farther to the right is maximum. Right. And that's other. Yes. Other energy into other. Yep. Goes on a horizontal line. The vertical axis would be my agenda as people often talk about it. Right? My needs. What do I think needs to happen? What do I see? What are my needs? Um, really, This is what I need to get out of the conflict. Yep. Yep. Or even what I think should happen. Right. Yeah. I might have a need to, to see everything happen this way. Right. Or, yep. And similarly, just as, you know, you can put all of your energy, maximum energy into that. So you'd be at the very top. Of, yep. of that line, if you will, a little or some energy into it. So you're kind of in the middle or no energy into your own agenda mm-hmm. or needs. And then you'd be at the bottom. So what we've created here. Classic two by two. <laughs> classic, <laughs> right? So the bottom or the horizontal axis, others focusing on others and the vertical focusing on me, basically. Mm-hmm. And. From this, then, emerges on this grid basically five spots, different approaches mm-hmm. to conflict. Kind of the four corners and then the middle. Yep. Which would be half and half. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. So maybe if we start at the bottom... So I'm putting no energy into my own agenda, no energy into the other person's agenda. Wow. So I'm actually <laughs> You're not bringing any energy forward into... Into the issue. Into the issue. 
I think it's really important. Yeah. Is we have helped people deepen their understanding uh-huh. of this. Mm-hmm. That this mode you're talking about or this this way that they're spot that they're putting their energy. Uh-huh. Ignoring yeah. right the issue. Yeah. So there's no energy into others. There's no energy into stating my needs. Yep. That that particular mode yeah. is full of energy still. Yeah. It's not getting put in either of those directions. Right. It's energy put in going away from it. It takes a ton of mental energy to avoid things. Well, and I would say this even particularly mm-hmm. if that's not the pathway that you've laid down from your past. Right. So if you if you've if your body has learned to not do that, it's going to be that much more difficult for you to actually bring that Try kind of approach to a conflict. So if you if you've never if you don't know if you don't have a history of knowing how to ignore things. Yeah. It takes a lot to try to ignore things. Yeah. And I think the same works for the other way. If you've had a history of ignoring things, it actually takes a lot of energy to to pay attention. A ton. To the issue. Which would lead into the other areas. Yeah. Right. So let's say, so if we're just to kind of get through the five different approaches. So that first one, ignoring, Mm -hmm. sometimes referred to as avoiding. Mm Mm-hmm. So if we then stay on that bottom left corner and move all the way to the right on, Along the, on other, the horizontal. The other, can, yep. So we're not going up. So we're not putting any energy into our own agenda, mm-hmm. but we're putting all the energy we can into the other. Yep. So we're on the bottom right of our mm-hmm. grid. Right? Language to describe that would be accommodating. Yeah. Right, so we're really putting all the energy we can right. to satisfy what this person sees as mm-hmm. the way to resolve this. And just so I'm staying tracking, uh-huh. our we might default there. Well, well we're going to default to any one of these spots we talk about. Yeah, based on but yeah, if that's the mode that I use a lot, yeah, what what we're saying is that's because throughout your whole life you've kind of run a series of experiments on the body level when I get in conflict. I don't like the feeling. I'm going to try something, whether it's passive or active or whatever, but I'm going to run an experiment. And for people who are high on accommodating, their successful experiments throughout their whole life have been ones in which they've Figured out what the other person needs and then focus give it to everything on the other person. Yeah, give that. Yep, whatever that means. And then the conflicts. And then I go back or to feeling better. I go. Be, well, that's <laughs> yeah. the, that's the more precise. It's not necessarily that the conflict is resolved, but I go. I back go back to, to feeling, feeling better. better. Same yeah. with the ignoring person. Yeah, I've learned I can l- just stop and ignore it, and at some point. I'm going to go back to feeling better. Yeah. So we've got Accommod- two, two, yep. two approaches so far, avoiding or ignoring. Yep. Accommodating. Mm-hmm. Now, if we go all the way to the flip. The flip right? of a... Con- yep. So if we go back to avoiding, 
So we're yeah. back to zero. Zero energy into either one. And then we go all the way up. Up the top. The vertical axis. So meaning I'm putting maximum energy into my... Get my way. My way. I don't tend to do this one too much. Um, it, so this is lang- labels sometimes for this would be competing. Yeah. So competing. Often referred to as competing. Mm-hmm. Really focusing on this is what I think needs to happen. This is my needs. And I'm going to push mm-hmm. until I feel better in that regard. Because uh, that's what my body has learned as the path mm-hmm. out of this feeling. Yeah. So my my need has to get mad, and once it does, I feel better. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the, the Competing. one on the top left. Yep. Let's do this then. Let's go all the way back down. Okay. So we're back to zero. Ignoring. Zero on both. So ignoring. we're ignoring again. We're avoiding. But what if we go kind of up a little bit on both? Yep. So we go up a little bit on the other and up a little bit on myself. So kind of halfway, half as much as I could put into saying what I need and half as much as I could put into figuring out what you need. So if I join those two points on the grid, that's going to yeah. put me about in the middle right? of the grid. Of this two by two. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. <laughs> Common label that's put on that approach to conflict mm-hmm. is compromise. Can I live with it? Exactly. And can, actually, can, can I, we all live with it? Can I get a little but give up a little? Can you get a little but give up a little? Mm-hmm. Right? Meet in the middle. No one is completely satisfied. But we can all live with but it. But we get a little out of it. Again, if this is my default approach, my body has learned that's how I can feel better. In sure. So we've done four. Yeah. So the bottom, zero, zero, avoid. Ignore, avoid. All the way over on the left, but nothing up. Mm-hmm. Accommodate Accommodating. other people's needs. All the way up, but nothing over. Compete, it's my needs. Right, smack dab in the middle. Compromise. Compromise. We can all live with it. So there's one more. Oh, yeah. This is when we go to the extremes on both axes. So I'm literally putting... Mm-hmm. Everything I can into both. Yep. What you need, figuring that out, mm-hmm. and into stating what I need mm-hmm. and getting that meant. So one way to think about it, because we, we do tend to, yeah, because <laughs> we tend to think about these as energies, because yeah. it is how much energy am I putting into these things. This is maximum energy hmm. effort, right? Mm-hmm. As much as I can into mine, as much as I can into theirs. The label that often goes on to this is collaborating. Which I think mm-hmm. under under represents that mode in terms of how much work it is. Well, we often refer to it as driving. Driving, yeah. Collaborating to me feels like easy. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's well, not. No, yeah. it's not. No, no. <laughs> True collaboration, but, yeah. Right. But right. it... it, it, it it, it it explains the actions well. It just I think on the energy level, right? Driving kind of brings in a little more description of how much energy this takes. Well, because if that's the approach that 
your body has learned mm-hmm. the the point of um, satisfaction comes when all parties have right. got their best, best possible outcome yes that's going to take a lot of work mm-hmm. um, I think too with it on this energy analysis mm-hmm. you say this a lot mm. as as humans and herd beasts and social animals and social beings mm-hmm. we can feel other people's energies oh absolutely so the people that we're in conflict with mm-hmm. feel the energy that we're putting out yes they can feel it you yes. can actually feel if somebody's in that driving space yeah you can feel it when they're in the compromising you can feel it in accommodating you can feel competing mm-hmm. you can feel it when they're ignoring it yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Okay. <laughs> but we can feel it. Well, I think that's the the piece, as we've said over and over, but we're going to yeah. keep saying it, of conflict. There's right. so much emotion involved yes. in it, Felt, which is yeah. why it's in the body mm-hmm. and why we our bodies work to get out of it. Yeah. Because it often doesn't feel good. Yep. And when our body doesn't feel good... The only thing it focuses on is feeling better, right? Whatever that means, right? It's and like, however I get, however exactly. it gets there, like the, it's it's a a, a, a basic uh, human, actually animalistic drive, right? It doesn't even have anything to do with humans. It's just when animals don't feel good, their <laughs> bodies want to feel better, and so they're going to do what it takes for that to happen, right? Um. And so if we're not being intentional, yeah. we tend to default almost always into one of these five <laughs> buckets we, simply because of what's been laid down from our yeah, experience. Right. And it just happened. And I bet as you're listening, you're thinking, oh, yeah, I, I tend to do the mm-hmm. accommodating almost always in a conflict. Mm-hmm. Or I tend to go straight to competing. Whatever it is. There is no right or wrong. It just It's what, what your body has learned to do. Well, and what's so interesting, funny, maybe yeah. funny, but it's got such a great picture, I think, in work we've done with groups that are yeah. in conflict. And you can even think about it if you're not even working, but if you're in a group and you're in conflict and you're all stuck, yes. and it, is, it feels animalistic. Yes. Just, it's, we're all, a, <laughs> yes. just not rational. No one's hearing just, each other. Yeah missing each other talking past all of it some people aren't even in the room you know mentally what i do think is really fascinating and 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 maybe important to say mm-hmm. our conflict modes that we go to mm-hmm. or the mo- or the uh, the places we put our energy how we do conflict mm-hmm. isn't really all that strongly correlated with our personality when we're not in conflict. Right. And I think we as humans misinterpret that a we, lot. We don't connect it to the body. Because we're, right, when we're in conflict, we're our body's saying, I need to get back to homeostasis. Right. When we're not in conflict, we are in homeostasis. That is going to be much more representative of what our personality patterns are like. Yeah. Right. Yep. 
And and so, um, quick plug moment, right? With with our tool WSQ Discovery, we can actually measure what right. what is my default approach to conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and actually beyond that, if that one isn't working, then where does my body go to? Right. So there's kind of yeah. a cycle. We follow the yeah. And we do a lot of these conflict sessions with teams, kind of helping people understand their default approach, but. The point I want to get to here is just as we talk about with almost everything, while we have a default approach that if we're not aware, if we're not being intentional, we're just going to go to, mm-hmm. right? So if, if my body has learned that avoiding is the way to get back to feeling better, it's just going to take over and I'm just going to keep, I'm going to avoid, Right. But as we've discussed, sometimes that might be right. an effective way to handle it. Right. Other times, it's probably not going to be. Right. And so it's not that any one of these five is the best approach to a conflict. It's to say that depending upon the conflict, it one of these five is, is going to be appropriate. And I think that goes back to... That very first question. Am I saying conflict equals bad? Right. If I'm there, I'm not ready to ask the question. Yeah. What mode or where do I need to put my energy? Right. I'm not ready to. I'm going to just do the one that I that I know. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to do the second best one. And then the third. Right. <clears throat> What's the opportunity? Or... Conflict equals opportunity. Mm-hmm. What is the opportunity? When you're in that space, that's when you get to what mode, what approach is best for this situation. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's actually not the, the model, the framework that we're talking about here. It's really not that complex. No. Now, it's conf- elegant, I would say. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Conflict inherently is complex because it involves humans. Anything messy. involving humans is mm-hmm. complex and, and messy. Um, but if 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 you're able to, as you're saying, first get to the point where you can recognize that's where the self-awareness comes in. Oh, geez, I'm in a conflict here, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I can feel it, whatever the case may be. But not react to it by just diving into your default yep. mode, but rather to stop and then try to look at the situation and bring some intentionality around okay what kind of energy what kind of approach is needed thinking about these five buckets yeah. is actually going to be most appropriate and mm-hmm. helpful mm-hmm. to resolve this right and it's kind of just asking yourself a couple questions yeah um and and we teach teams how to do this together, but certainly you can do it as an individual as well. First thing you want to be curious about is who's how many people are involved in this. Yeah, who's being impacted? Right. Who's actually impacted? Right. So is it only impact me the outcome of this? Yeah. Does it impact two or three people? Does it impact an entire organization? Does it impact an entire city? You know, whatever. Does it impact them and not me? Right. Is it just impact the other person or the other 
two or three people. Um, so the, this works in really any kind of relationship. Yeah. Anything. Right. Who is impacted? Yeah. So, th- and, and then the next question is how much? Right. Right. What's the degree? So if, if, if there's no impact on you, then you wipe out <laughs> right on the energy spectrum, putting any energy into your needs. Right. Oof. So if the I that's mean, hard for drivers and competitors. Well, and to, yeah. <laughs> well, and to maybe think of it like so. Let's say, I mean, conflict arises from the smallest, tiny things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say, like you looking at me funny. <laughs> sure. Looked at me wrong. But let's say, like, I'm going to think of a ridiculous example, okay? Let's say that um, I gave you a pen. Yep. Okay. Okay. Can I have that one? Sure. Oh, thank you. Gave you a pen, and you're actually, like, I really needed a pencil. Not a pen. Right. I can't use this. Right. Yep. So... If, for example, I had learned from my body all these past experiences that my default approach to get out of this is going to be competing, I'm probably going to go in and start convincing you and talking about how much you need to use that pen, regardless of what's the point, though. Because we're in a conflict about the pen. Right. Versus the pencil. But what's the impact on me, quite frankly, if you use a pen or a pencil? Potentially only your ego. N- none. The <laughs> practical impact. Practical. Right. I don't care. So. Can I get my ego out of the way? Well, that's how to you. ask the question. That's how you. That's the only way to do it. Right. To, to, to objectively. I hate that word, actually, but to, mm-hmm. to, to effectively evaluate the situation, you have to get out of, out of the way, Yep, which is being in the right mindset. But let's say the form I'm filling out must be done in pencil. Sure. I can't use the pen. Yeah, so I'm either, if I'm looking at this mm-hmm. and saying, what's the most effective energy to bring, it's either going to be accommodating or ignoring, quite frankly. Yep. Because it's not my problem. Right. Even <laughs> compromising... You're wasting half of your energy right. on telling me what matters to you. Zero impact on me. No impact on you. Right. Yep. The fastest one would be, what do you need? Yes. Here's a pencil. I need a pencil. <laughs> Here you go. Right. And, and I like the simplicity in the, of this one because it's so basic. But the mechanisms are the same. Absolutely. And the more content the more context the more history we put into con issues the more that we get lost on the simplicity of these principles yeah right it turns into well you know two weeks ago all the stories two weeks ago you needed a pen and now you need a pencil (laughs) (laughs) well yeah because the form's different right but we can layer in all that stuff. I bought you a whole pack of pencils last week. Like, where right. are those? Right. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but then to look at it in the flip side, or not even the flip side, you know, let's say um, this kind of stuff happens all the time. It's an organization, and, and they're considering 
different, you know, software options for, you know, running their billing, let's yeah. say, for example. Well, all of a sudden, the, here's a decision that probably is going to impact a, a fair amount of people. Right. Um, potentially even beyond the organization, right? And so any approach that doesn't put at least some energy into both others and self mm -hmm. probably isn't going to arrive at the best resolution right. for that situation. Right. Um, and so it's really, and we'll, we'll clarify kind of some key questions to ask, thinking about who's impacted, basically me, others, or both, and, and, and uh, what's the impact? What's the size? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think with leadership, mm -hmm. uh, in 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 setting strategy, particularly in challenging situations, so that's where your body says, "Oh, this feels like conflict," right? So it's kind of heightened, high stakes. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a level of driving because every person on that team needs to stand up for and speak about what they're thinking mm -hmm. right but they also need to be putting an equal, the same amount of energy into to listening mm -hmm. you've got to do both right and so with senior leadership groups their challenge once you get the team that will do that is we can only sink our teeth into so many issues mm-hmm and if we are not crystal clear on what the top two or three things are that we need to sink our teeth into, mm -hmm. you're, they're going to get wiped out and unable to finish anything. Right. That w is what we see with teams full of high drivers. Yeah, imagine if, if you had a team, you know, let's just say five, six people. Interestingly, we've worked with teams like this where – each of their own uh, conflict pathways, almost coincidentally, all came to be collaborators or drivers, meaning right. in conflict situations or situations of disagreement, however you want to frame it, they're always putting maximum energy into both self and others. Right. In every situation. But to your point. They're going to be exhausted. It's all inefficient. <laughs> right. And there's some things that you just don't need to do that with. Um, and at that level of leadership, it's actually most things. Right. Because you can't do more than, well, what do you say? You can, the brain can really work on about one thing a month. Learning new behavior, but forming habits and things like that. Yeah. 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 So mm -hmm. 30 days. To form a new work habit. Mm -hmm. And really internalize something. And, yep. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think another example that of this, too, is with teams that aren't getting things done, but that are in, you know, in that conflict state, often they might be made up of avoiders. Yeah. And you get the same inefficiency. Because the issue, some issues need driving, hmm. some issues need compromise, some need to be ignored, right? And and the reality is, um, 
it's it's rare that you have everyone on the team with the same default approach. Yeah. It happens sometimes, of course, but as we've seen. Very rare. But usually what's actually going on is you have one person who always goes to accommodating yep. and one person who always goes to compromising, mm. one person always goes to avoiding, one person who always goes to driving, and everyone's missing each other. Yep. And the accommodator comes across as just a yes person, not really contributing anything. The avoider isn't even in the room. The, the collaborator always feels like they're carrying the whole project, right? Yeah. And these resentments can build. Yeah. Simply because we're not being intentional. Animals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so the lesson is, listen to your body, yep. first off, because the body always knows. And, you know, we say this, I'm sure, in every episode, but it, because it's really at the core of our framework, right? Self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Others' awareness. So that you can then be intentional yep. with what you're doing. And the only way to be able to figure that out is to be in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter the situation, but certainly in conflict, that's the process. Um, so I think this is exciting. It, and, you know, this will come out um, kind of right before another s- string of holidays. Yes. And, of course, <laughs> in family <laughs> situations. Right. She's practice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, so ask yourself the question, right? Who does this really impact? And do I really need to go in and compete with this conflict or can I avoid it or maybe just listen and, and accommodate? Um, and and it, it's, it seems like a simplistic thing because it actually is. It's elegant. To, to be able to step back and ask yourself, mm-hmm. okay, what's actually going to be effective here right what does this mean i think the cool thing is that you know this is pretty well established psychological constructs that there are these kind of five approaches yeah that humans tend to bring and so that's pretty simple to water down like okay which one of the five is going to be most helpful here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we've given you keys to unlock and resolve every conflict i think we'll leave it at that today I love it. Cool. Um, but, of course, you want to express our gratitude for listening, especially uh, in this busy time of the year, providing that you're listening to this in the busy time of the year. Um, appreciate all of your feedback and engagement with us on the socials. Uh, continue to leave your reviews on iTunes. Uh, and uh, we'll do another mailbag or email bag uh episode here in a few weeks so continue to send your questions comments and ideas thank you so much and until next time talk to you drive safe <laughs> <laughs>